and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix 248th film from 2020. It's the Indian Hindi language supernatural thriller, Bobul, which is directed by Advita Dutt. It stars Tripti Dimri, Avinash Tiwari, Paoli Dam, Rahul Bose, and Parambrata Chadichil. I'm Jesse. I'm writing here solo for this international film. As always, if uh, you're keen on checking this one out, give us a pause and come back a little bit later on because throughout this one, I will probably mention a couple of little spoilers along the way. Don't want to ruin it for you. So I'm going to kick off with the fast flicks where we do a little summary of what the film's all about. So I'm not too happy with this one because I really struggled to, to put it into a concise little uh, statement, but there's uh, some mysterious deaths that are haunting a village and a man returns to try to solve them while also checking in on his brother's wife, who is a bit of a lost love interest, I guess. Um, anyway, that's where we're at for this one. So let's have a look. This is an international film. We often struggle to find any information uh, about international films and how they ended up on Netflix. This one is actually quite a bit to go on, which is exciting. Um, but I'm going to say again that this is a huge spoiler because uh, this is about the cultural context of, of what this the plot, I guess, of this, this film's about. And I wouldn't have understood this because my, my background is not, I'm not Indian, I don't have background in cultural knowledge there, but probably means that this film uh, would have landed a lot differently to people who do understand the cultural context of some of the themes and ideas in this film. Um, so through um, translations in this film um, and in the subtitles, we see that um, th this character of Booble is described as a demon woman. And they're referring to this specific supernatural being, which is called a Churul. And in Southeast Asian folklore tradition, it's an aggrieved woman who, who dies at childbirth or at the hands of abusive in-laws and, and comes back as a demonic revenant creature called this churl. So if you knew what this meant, then you probably would have guessed the gist of this film uh, straight away because um, it goes on to say that churls, they're these shapeshifters who can't hide their backwards facing feet. And we often see uh, this symbol in this film and, and through Bulbul as well, we see uh, the, the pain that uh, is inflicted upon her feet as well. So it makes a lot of sense looking back on this. I think um, they, they go on to say that they typically um, take on the appearance of a beautiful woman in the trees who lures men into secluded forests to kill them and steal their vitality. A woman who returns as a churl is said to target the male members of her former family first in order to get revenge. So again, a little bit of uh, the revenge idea, which we'll talk about later too. Uh, within Hindu belief, churls may become these flesh-eating female demons or demigods and they serve the goddess called Kali um, and join the goddess's routine in feasting on human flesh and blood. So a little bit of background there on this one. Um, this actual story that sort of incorporates that um, that folklore story, I guess, was written by Anvita Dutt, who's the director. Um, she wrote the first two pages of this story after awakening from her sleep one night and outlined that the the, um, the churl or the chudile um, and, and this myth and the idea behind it in the first draft. She completed the rest of the story after returning from a trip to Kolkata um, after seeing a bulbul, which is a bird. <laughs> um, and she saw this bird make a nest, uh, which sort of inspired her, I guess, um, to, to give her um, this idea. And some of her colleagues got on board and said, yes, make this story, make this story. 
So she intended this story to resemble a fairy tale and set it in the neoclassical era of Bengal to fulfill that. And she was inspired by Rabindranath Tagore's portrayal of women. And there's this character, um, Binodini, in this film. And it's the same name of um, one of the characters in this work as well. So the, the premise of this has similarities with uh, Tagore's novella, which was called Nastranath. And um, the director stated, now, in reality, what happens to women is much worse. The emotional, the physical, the psychological abuse is much, much worse. In telling of this story, I chose to tell it in this way. I wanted the cold rage of women to find an outlet. It's a tragedy. The story is set 200 years ago, but it's still relevant. And that sort of leads into our themes and ideas we'll talk about too, that you know what happens to women in this film. Um, while they set this film in the past, it, unfortunately, it's something that still occurs today. This film was shot over a period of 35 days in locations near Kolkata and Mumbai um, with inputs from um, Dutt, the, the artwork of Raja Ravi Varma and um, Caravaggio. They were used as inspiration and we see a lot of, the, especially in the introduction credits, um, this really nice artwork as well, um, as well as these influences from expressionism and surrealism too. So nice little bits of, of story that we could see about this film. Um, the translations around the world for this one, so in um, Russian, it was called Ghost in the Trees, and that makes a little bit of sense after that description that I've just uh, given as well. This did hit Netflix worldwide on the 24th of June, 2020. It was nominated for 10 awards and won eight on top of that. So 18 nominations altogether. It won, or some of the, the standouts, I guess, was Best Cinematography at the Critics' Choice Awards in India. It was also nominated for Best Original Film at the Indian Television Academy Awards, and it also won Best Actress for Tripti Jimri at the Filmfare OTT Awards too. So um, quite well received, I guess, and we'll probably talk now about the critical consensus and what audiences are saying. So if we looked at Rotten Tomatoes, this sits on an 83%, that's fresh, on 18 reviews. The audience, a little bit lower at 77% on more than 50 ratings, but that's still pretty fresh. On IMDb, it sits at a 6.5 out of 10 on 13,000 ratings. Letterboxd sits at a 3.3 out of 5 on nearly 6,000 ratings. It's been logged by 8,500 people. So Fairly positive all around. What about me? What are my early thoughts? I think um, this is a visually striking film and it, it stands out thematically uh, and it highlights how little society, I guess, has changed in India over the time, unfortunately. So I like those parts of it. But there are a little, few little things that I'll probably uh, criticize as we go through. Let's talk about some characters. So the title of the film, Bobble, um, she's our main character. We, we see her very young to start off with, this young innocent girl who likes sharing horror stories with, with her friend Satcha. And um, it quickly turns when, as a young kid, she's sort of married off to this older guy and almost sent into her own real life horror story. Um, you know, she, it, it's clear that she has feelings for Satcha throughout this film. Um, but unfortunately, he, he lets her down just like every other male in this film. And this Satcha guy, he, he thinks he's sort of a detective, I guess, and maybe even a little bit better than everyone else because he's been to London to study and, and you know, that, that's a part of what his brothers are doing, I guess, is to send him away so that they can do what they want to do, um, which isn't very nice either. And I feel like they, they, they tried to set him up as this romantic interest for Bob, but, and, you know, this is through being jealous of this Dr. Sudeep and, um, and there's this voiceover at the end that sort of tries to tell the audience that or we're supposed to understand that he's a changed man because he doesn't want to be like his brothers but overall there's very little character development of him throughout i think and that's when we have his twin brothers i guess um indranal and mahendra um so from everything that i gathered in reading about this film mahendra was meant to be 
a mentally um, challenged individual. I didn't really get that at all. I just saw him as an evil character. I'm not sure why he needed to be mentally challenged, to be honest. Um, so he's married to Ben Odini, and he's the man of the house after his twin brother, Indranil, dies. And Indranil is obviously married to Bobble. Um, and once he's with Bobble, he treats her poorly, goes out of his way to get rid of Satcha. To me, he's just the villain of this story. Um, the other character I mentioned there was, was Sudip, who was um, Bull's doctor. He seemed like a good guy. Um, he's there to help. And probably the only male in this film that didn't really have, you know, negative sorts of traits, I guess. Um, the director, Vita Dute. This is her feature debut. Um, only directed one other film after this, which was called Kuala in 2022. That's also a Netflix original film. But obviously well-known in India for music credits as a, as a lyricist, sorry, a lyricist in 34 films. So written lyrics in 34 films and also features or, or has a part in 25 soundtracks um, for films as well. So quite a nice little resume there. And the sound in this film is quite good too. It goes quite well with the visuals that I was pretty impressed with in this. And that sort of leads me into scenes that I liked in this. And I think visually all the scenes were excellent, um, especially when they're in the woods they use these hazes of red, which we'll talk about in the themes a little bit, like especially when the moon went red, it all looked really good. Really, a lot of time and effort put into a lot of the crafts uh, to do with the visuals in this film. And it, this is a hard film for me to sort of identify things that I really, really like and things that I don't really like. There's only like this one sort of, or these two moments that I didn't like, which were these two graphic scenes to do with the poor treatment of Bobble by men. And one was with a fire stick, um, which was done in super slow-mo, as well as a sexual assault. And I'm not sure these graphic um, detailed assaults were needed because as an audience, we already knew and understood how trapped and poorly treated Bulbul was. So I'm not sure that it added anything to the feature other than a little bit of shock. Um, yeah, so that, that's my thoughts. Um, let's talk about the themes, some ideas in this film. And I've sort of touched on a few of these already, but the idea of innocence to, to strength, we see Bulbul when she's a little kid to where she is now, that, um, this revenge almost through feminism and through her her growing as a, as a as a human being and and that leads into that idea of the treatment of women in this we've got arranged marriages we've got abuse we've got men thinking they can do whatever they want um which is opposed to this idea of feminism and and freedom of these cultural shackles that she's almost facing um you know bobble she's forced to stay inside this palace i guess but as her creature she's free to roam the forest it's almost like this caged existence that that society and, and males in her world are putting on her um i mentioned before the colors like the, the the red hues which like symbolize anger and celebration and menstruation and womanhood and then on the other side we do see these blues too which represent the past and happier times for her when she was younger um, which were quite done quite well as too i think you know love you've got to talk about love a little bit young love and and how bad things get when things don't go how they could go. Imagine if, you know, at, at the start of the film, she wasn't married off to a really old guy. Things could have been a lot different for her. Um, the, the doctor, like the guy that I thought was possibly the the only nice character in this film. I mean, this is a guy who willingly surrenders himself, like literally at the feet of Bilbul, a woman. Um, so, you know, he's a doctor, fixes her feet. He's obviously more trustworthy than the rest. Um, and, and finally, too, a little bit about the police. Not, not a lot, but the police in this... They can't be relied upon to, to support women either. They, they seem pretty useless at what they're doing to try and stop these um, murders from happening, I guess. What did I take away from this one? Um, I think the, the big criticism I have of this film is the non-linear storytelling uh, because it didn't really work for me. I, I get that it's all tied up at the end and it, and it makes sense, but I was so confused throughout that it was really hard to put it all together or fully engage with what was going on because it just sort of cut backwards and forwards here and there. 
um, yeah, not not necessarily. I mean, they'll probably trying to keep the reveal right to the end, and I'm not sure it actually worked. So that's where I'm on that for that. Um, questions, ponderings. I'm like the idea of this this witch character, I guess, or this this mythical creature. I mean, like they didn't really go into the origins or, or the exact powers, or is she immortal? Like I would have liked a little bit more background, I guess, about this, this character that we're we're sort of following throughout the whole film and, and where that sort of comes from. So that would have been nice. All right, ready to wrap this up. We give the film a rating out of five. As I've sort of touched on, I think thematically it's it's nice to see a film like this from India. There's so many films that we've covered on this podcast that I haven't necessarily agreed with everything I've seen on the screen. I've said too, the visuals, they're excellent. It's well-performed, good messages. Um, yeah, just that structuring of the narrative and being able to distinguish when and where and what was happening sort of threw me off a bit, but it's still a three out of five for me. Worth watching just to check out some of the visuals and in this film. Um, we've got socials, we've got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a follow, give us a like if you can. The question I wanted to pop up there for this one is, are you afraid of the woods at night? Because this film, I mean, if I was out in the woods uh, with no light at night, this film's gonna freak me out, I think. Um, yeah, scary. I don't know what sort of creatures there, especially here in Australia, some possums. Some possums uh, would be screeching or some owls. That would freak me out after this film. Uh, as always, uh, we will be back again next week with another film. It's another international film next week from 2020. This one's a Chilean drama. It's called Nobody Knows I'm Here, or in uh, Spanish, Nadie Sabe Que Estoy Aquí. It's directed by Gaspar Antelo. It stars Jorge Garcia, Melloray Lobos, Nelson Brot, Juan Falcon, Luis Neco, Alejandro Goic, and Gaston Pauls. So that's what we've got next week. I'm excited. Jorge Garcia, or Jorge Garcia, um, from Lost, I'm pretty sure. One of my favorite TV shows. So I'm excited for that one. Hope you are too. As always, thank you. We'll see you next week.